Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today we're going to take a deep dive on Nathan Cleary. Now, I will warn you right now that if you're one of these people that gets upset when we compare current players to champions from the past, turn this podcast off now because it's not going to be the one for you, yeah? We're comparing where Nathan Cleary is at at this moment in his career to former champions, legends of our game and where they are at at that point in their career. Now, am I saying Nathan Cleary is going to be better than any of these guys? No, I'm not. So don't get upset. Don't have a sook. Don't DM me. Don't threaten to unfollow me. None of that bullshit that we get every single time. Just hear me and hear it clearly. If you don't like hearing comparisons to other players, turn this podcast off now and go and sook somewhere else. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with comparing where Nathan Cleary is at right now compared to where other greats were at at that point in their career. It doesn't mean that Cleary's going to overtake them. It doesn't mean that Cleary's better than them, on the same par as them. I'm not saying any of that. It's just worth considering where he's at in his career. If you're still listening, you're one of the rational ones that can just sit back and enjoy these sort of numbers because they are incredibly impressive. I know a lot of people don't like Nathan Cleary, and that's fine. That's I, I, I don't care, to be honest with you. But you have to respect what he has achieved in a short amount of time. Now, when we have a look at the career of Nathan Cleary, he is 23 years old. He has played six years of first-grade football. In those six years, he's won two grand finals and one premiership in his first six seasons. Pretty impressive. He's been the Dallium halfback of the year twice the last two seasons. And he's also, you know, he's come second or third in the Dalliams two years in a row, which is an, a, a pretty incredible effort. Uh, for me, this year, he didn't deserve the Clive, uh, the, the Dallium medal, without a doubt. 
Uh, it had to go to Tom Trevojevic. There's no questioning that. Last year, if you say to me who was the best player in 2019, I would say Nathan Cleary, but Jack Whiten won the Dally M medal. And I don't think I'll ever change that opinion, to be honest with you. Not saying Jack didn't deserve it, but for me, Nathan was the best player last year. But he doesn't have that Dally M medal. He got damn close to it. He doesn't have it, though. Now, the other things he's got. Obviously, he's won that premiership. He also got the Clive Churchill medal on Sunday night in the grand final. So a big tick for him there in the big stage. He stepped up. His kicking game was unbelievable. Uh, so one Clive Churchill medal, one grand, one premiership, two grand finals. Uh, it should be noted, he's also the club captain of the Penrith Panthers, along with Isaiah Yeo, but he's the club captain at age 23. He was 22 uh, when he was given that title. So another pretty impressive knock for a young footballer and a sign of a great footballer as well. Some of these other guys weren't club captains at that age. It's not taking anything away from them because it all depends on your circumstance, and I understand that. But still, you've got to give credit to Nathan Cleary to be a club captain, halfback, premiership winner, Clive Churchill medal winner. Very unlucky not to have a Daly M at age 23. It is impressive as much as you might not like him, and that is fine. But when we have a look through other careers. We're going to compare him to three guys. Andrew Johns, Brad Fittler, Jonathan Thurston. Is Nathan Cleary better than any of these three? No way. Not a hope in hell. Does he have the potential to be better than those three long term? Yes, he does. He definitely does. Yeah, you might not like that. You might get upset and that's fine, but he has the potential to be able to do it. At this point of his career, he is on par to be as good as those guys, potentially better than those guys as well. Is there a lot more water to go under the bridge? 100%. No doubt about it. This could be the last premiership that Cleary wins. This could be the last time he gets close to a Dalian medal. You don't know what's going to happen. But based on how much of his career we've seen so far compared to these guys, he is on his way to greatness if he's able to keep this up, which we will see. Now, some more things to look at in the career of Nathan Cleary so far. I mean, as I said, he was unlucky not to get a Dalian medal last year. I thought he was the best player. When you look at it this year, uh, we've spoken before on this about Tom Travojevic. He broke the record for, you know, mo- he, he was worth the most Dalian points per game. Yeah, of a season ever, which is incredible. He played 15 games, scoring 35 Dally M points. He was coming in at 2.3 Dally M points per game, which is unbelievable. Now, I just want you to consider this, and don't get upset, don't get emotional, but Jonathan Thurston, yeah, he holds the record for most Dally M points in a season with 36. So he beat Turbo by one, a sensational effort. Um, JT did that those 36 points from 22 games. So JT was coming in at 1.63 Dally M points per game. Now, keep in mind, this season, uh, Nathan Cleary, he scored 30 Dally M points in 16 games. So his strike rate was actually 1.87 Dally M points per game he was worth. So his strike rate was actually better than that of Jonathan Thurston when he set this record in 2007. Once again, if it wasn't for the great Tom Travojevic this season, Nathan Cleary, you could argue, once again, unlucky not to have a Dally M medal. You look at the best strike rates per game to Dally M points, Nathan Cleary, he's the second best ever, which is a pretty incredible knock, in my opinion. You might disagree, that's up to you. But I don't think there's any arguing Nathan Cleary has been unlucky to win a Dally M medal so far in his career. I think that the football he played this year, based on the points he got, 
that would have won him a Dalian medal the vast majority of other seasons. Um, and I think last year he was incredibly unlucky not to win it there again. But that's up for debate. I'll let you decide that. When you have a look at his career, though, he's coming in at a 67% win record so far in his first six seasons, which is very impressive. I think the great Cameron Smith, his career finished at about 63% or something like that. Uh, yes, he's been in a gun team the last two years, Penrith Panthers, but he's also missed the finals a couple of times. So it sort of does even out a little bit. 67% win record is incredibly impressive. Now, I've mentioned on this podcast before that James Maloney, he was his halfback for a couple of years in the early years, which was great for Nathan, no doubt about it. Uh, he also had Jamie Soward for a little bit. So he had guys that he could learn off, which has been great. Soward's now left. James Maloney's now left. Since James Maloney left, um, Nathan Cleary has played 41 games. Uh, he's lost three of them. Yeah, so in the last two years, he's lost three games of football. He's gone 38 from 41 games, which is up at around that 90% sort of mark, potentially even a little bit higher, which is incredibly impressive to win that many games of football in a two-year span is unbelievable. That's included two grand finals and one premiership, one Clive Churchill, as we said. So the last two seasons when it's the team has been his, he has really stepped up, Nathan, and I don't think you could possibly question that, whether you like him or not. Now, you have a look over those 41 games. Uh, he's had 53 force dropouts, so he's averaging at least one force dropout per game. Um, it's just it's crazy. Uh, he's up around the same sort of mark as far as try assists go as well, so he's worth a heap of points, Nathan Cleary. Defensively, across those 41 games, he's missed a grand total of 103 tackles, 103 across 41 games. Game. So that's about 2.3 missed tackles per game or something along those lines, which is, once again, pretty damn impressive to be so good in attack and miss that many tackles over a long period of time with a couple of injuries mixed in there as well, especially shoulder injuries, as we all know. One of those missed tackles was in the grand final where Cody Walker pawned him off the other day. But a pretty impressive start. He's also kicked for 21,000 metres in those last two seasons. 21,000, which is unbelievable. He's kicked the ball 21 kilometres in the last two years, which I think is pretty crazy. Uh, now, as I said, the first guy we'll talk about is Jonathan Thurston, for example. We did compare Nathan Cleary's uh, Dally M efforts this year to Thurston when he won the medal in 07. And if you have a look at JT's first six years of his career, now it is a bit controversial with JT. He started at the Bulldogs. He wasn't the first choice halfback or 5'8", but it sort of is what it is. Now, if you look at his first six years from 02 to 07, yes, he played for two clubs. He won a premiership in 2005, uh, 2004, sorry. Of course, he came on the off the bench in that game, and he only came off the bench because Steve Price uh, was injured in that game or suspended or whatever it was. So Thurston, yes, he had a premiership. It wasn't really his team, and it wasn't really his spot in that team either. So, I mean, you can pick and choose what you want to argue there. For me, Nathan Cleary making the grand final in 2020 outweighs Jonathan Thurston winning a grand final in 04, sitting on the bench when it wasn't his spot. But I'll leave that up to you to think about. Let's include it in the record, though. He's got one premiership, and then he also went to the grand final in 2005 with the North Queensland Cowboys. He, of course, won the Dalian medal that year, an unbelievable season from Thurston, his first one with the North Queensland Cowboys. So right now... Thurston, as far as premierships go, I guess he's on an even panel 
as Nathan Cleary, but I think realistically we can all agree that the 04 Grand Final Premiership victory for Thurston is nowhere near the same level as the Nathan Cleary Premiership victory in 2021. But I'll let you decide that. I know a lot of people love Thurston and get very upset whenever... I'm not even saying anything negative about him. I'm just comparing facts here. Now, JT, he had won two Dalian medals in his first six years, so definitely something that he has got over Nathan Cleary. That's two Dalian medals. Uh, he had also been the Dalian halfback in 2005-2007. Funnily enough, Nathan Cleary also Dalian halfback twice in his first seven years of first grade. Yes, Thurston came from a different club and he wasn't um, the halfback in the first few years, but neither was Nathan Cleary. Yeah, there was other guys in that team playing halfback and Cleary was sort of floating around six and whatever. So, I mean, both those arguments sort of go both ways. As soon as Thurston was made the main guy, he won two Dalian medals and he won, and he won two Dalian halfbacks of the year. Since Nathan Cleary's been the main guy, he's gone two Dalian halfbacks of the year as well. So two in a row as well, including going to a grand final and winning a premiership, uh, which obviously Thurston didn't achieve in the early part of his career. Did it later, but in the early part of his career, the first six years, which is what we're focusing on here, something to note. Now, it should also be considered that you know, and, and, and this is, is another fact that you can sort of take it or leave it. Sort of depends how you want to look at it. Um... Obviously, Jonathan Thurston, he came into an origin side. He played nine games in his first six seasons. Nathan Cleary did play more than that in his first six seasons, but that all comes down to who's available. Is there a spot there to be grabbed? You know, there's a lot that goes into that. So you can look at origin games if you want. Personally, I don't think it's the best barometer for where we're sitting with these guys. Kangaroos games, I've sort of taken that out because Nathan Cleary, in the time that he would have represented the kangaroos he hasn't been able to because of covid so that opportunity sort of been taken off him so not really much to dive into and then once we talk about freddie and joey you'll also realize that these guys got to play in world cups which means a heap of games in a short amount of time so also makes it a little bit unfair comparing those things to nathan cleary origins and everything that they are open slather for me though uh and you know you look at cleary's played i think it's 12 odd games now 11 odd games so pretty impressive there now, that's comparing to JT, his first six seasons. Yes, he was at two clubs. Yes, he won a premiership. Wasn't really his premiership. He was lucky to be on the bench. Let's be honest here. That's nothing against Thurston. Just the reality of the story. They're just the facts. He moved to the Cowboys in 05. His first season there as the main guy. He wins a Dahlia medal, loses a grand final. So, you know, a lot to dive into there. But Thurston, incredibly impressive for six years. Dare I say, after that six years, we probably see the best of JT anyway. But the first six years, I have to put Cleary's first six years above Thurston, to be honest with you. Uh, one premiership that was his premiership. He was the Clive Churchill medalist in that team. He took his team to a grand final the year before. Uh, Thurston took his team to a grand final once. Yes, he won two Dalian medals, no doubt about it. Two-time Dalian halfback. Uh, but I think Cleary was unlucky not to win the Dalian last year and arguably unlucky not to win it this year because whoever was playing in the same season as Tom Travojevic would not have won that Dalian medal anyway. So when you compare him to JT, I probably take Cleary's first six years, to be perfectly honest with you. That's nothing against JT. That's no you know big praise for Nathan Cleary because he's still got a long way in his career to go. But first six years for me, it's a Cleary victory. I'll leave it up to you. Now, let's look at Andrew Joey Johns, uh, the eighth immortal, one of the greatest players we've ever seen. And this is where a lot of people will get butt hurt, and I understand that. But just understand that I'm not saying Cleary isn't better than Andrew Joey Johns. And apologies to those people that can actually understand that and comprehend that, because there are so many people that will push back on this. We mentioned it on uh, Bloke in a Bar the other day, and I got about 15 messages complaining about it. So just just keep it in mind, we're not. I'm not saying he is better 
then Joey. I'm just comparing their first six years. With Joey, his first six years from 93 to 99, uh, he makes one grand final in 97. He wins that premiership. He comes up with the play of the day on the last play to send Darren Albert to win that premiership. Unbelievable. He did not win the Clive Churchill medal, though. Uh, Darren Al- uh, Not Darren Albert, sorry. Robbie O'Davis got that award. Robbie O'Davis did score two tries. For me, Joey came up with the biggest moment in that grand final, but I still think Robbie O'Davis deserved the Clive Churchill medal, scoring two tries in that game that were pretty impressive. So Joey had a fantastic game, came up with a big play, no doubt about it, but Cleary... He was the seven for the Penrith Panthers. He was the captain of that side. He won the Clive Churchill medal. He'd been to the grand final the year before as well. So, I mean, you, you can argue it either way. Uh, Joey came up with a bigger play in the grand final, but I would say Nathan Cleary's performance in the 2021 grand final probably outweighs that of Joey, depending on how much significance you want to put on that last play that Joey produced, which arguably, for me, I think it's the second best play in grand final history after Michael Morgan. So you can go either way on that, and I wouldn't push back on you. I'll leave that up to you to decide. Uh, Joey was the Dallium halfback uh, twice in 1998 and 1999. So after they won that premiership. The other thing that you could put in there about the premiership, and once again, don't message me complaining, the 97 premiership, of course, it was a split competition. Uh, So, you you know, there was half the comp playing in another comp. There was the Brisbane Broncos in particular that were on the other side. These guys came back in 1998 and won the premiership. So you could argue, I'm not saying you did, but you could argue that the 97, you know, could potentially be a little bit below the 2021 grand final because it was a split competition. Don't message me complaining. I'm just putting facts out there that there was two competitions. So you could argue that in favor of Nathan Cleary over Joey in his first six years. Now, Joey Johns, as I said, Dallium halfback of the year, Dallium player of the year, 98-99. So like Thurston, he's got two Dallium medals. We've already spoken about Nathan Cleary. He hasn't got a Dallium medal yet. He's been unlucky not to win them, but he still doesn't have them. So Thurston and Joey, they have got the two Dallium medals on top of him. Uh, Joey played 10 games for New South Wales in this time. Uh, Obviously, Nathan Cleary just played one or two more. But once again, that comes down to a little bit of luck, a little bit of who's available, what's doing. There's a lot that goes into that. So not going to pull Joey down too much because of that, because it's a little bit controversial, that one. Uh, Joey played, I think, nine games for the Kangaroos, which is nine more than Nathan Cleary, but it included the 1995 World Cup where he played like six or seven games there. Uh, And over the next few years, he played a few more tests and whatnot. Nathan Cleary hasn't really had that opportunity, but there's no arguing that Joey would have got got selected in the Kangaroos team before Nathan Cleary would have even been considered for him to get picked in the Kangaroos side. So even if you look at 1995, when Joey makes his Kangaroos debut, that's two years after his first grade debut. You look at Nathan Cleary, two years after his first grade debut, he wasn't really in the sights of the Kangaroos selectors at all. So credit to Joey on that front. But definitely something to consider that Joey went to one grand final, one premiership. Cleary's gone to two grand finals, one premiership, and a Clive Churchill medal, best on ground. So depends what you value. Do you value the two Dallium's? Do you value the Clive Churchill and the grand finals over what Joey did in the first six years? Once again, that's up to you. If you do side with Joey, I think when you compare Joey's career to Nathan Cleary, you have to at least admit that what Cleary's done in the first six years has been very impressive, and it is really starting to push that of an Andrew Joey Johns. Now, if I extend it to the first nine years of Joey's career, for example, he wins the next three Dallium's in a row or something like that. So, in order, and wins a premiership and wins a Clive Churchill. So, in order for Cleary to keep up with Joey, he is going to have to have an unbelievable 
2022, 2023, 2024, like unbelievable. He is going to have to be the best player, hands down, no considerations, no ifs and buts about Dalian medals. He's going to have to at least win another premiership, uh, potentially two premierships, realistically, to get on top of Joey. So he's chasing a lot because right now, Joey's seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth year, they were the best football we ever saw from Joey, in my opinion. So there's a lot for Nathan Cleary to do to catch Joey. But at the six-year mark, I think it's a fair argument that you could put Nathan alongside Joey, slightly above Joey, or just slightly below Joey. He would have to be very close to him. I don't think there's any arguing that. Now, the last man, let's have a look at Brad Freddie Fittler. Now, Freddie's first six years were unbelievable, 1989 to 1994. Uh, he was the Dallium Center of the Year twice, and he was the Dallium Lock of the Year once. Now, obviously, you had Greg Alexander. He was the main man at the Panthers. He was the halfback. They had a couple of 5'8s that played over the years in those grand finals. Uh, so, Freddie wasn't the main guy. He was playing out in the centers because he was so young, and that's understandable. But Nathan Cleary hasn't had that advantage. He's been the main guy at Penrith, yeah? He's had no choice but to be the main guy. Freddie moved into the lock forward role in 1995. So in his seventh year, like he, he became a permanent sort of lock forward. He became the main guy in that team after Brandy left. So you sort of, the, the numbers we're going to talk about, Brad Fittler, are very similar. But you need to remember that Nathan Cleary was the main guy in this side. And you all know how much I love Freddie and how I think he's probably one of, if not the greatest player of all time. But in the first six years, Cleary puts up a really good argument. So Freddie went to two grand finals, 1990-1991. He loses 1990. They come back and he wins in 1991. Roycey Simmons gets man of the match. The next best guy on the field was probably MG. Um, actually, sorry, uh, Bradley Clyde got man of the match. So for me, the top three players on the field were Brad Clyde, Roy Simmons, Mark Geyer, then probably Greg Alexander. Freddie had a hand in one really good try, throws a brilliant pass. Uh, makes a great tackle on Mal Meninga as well. But outside of that, uh, I, I think you would have to put the performance of Nathan Cleary in 2021 over the top of Brad Fittler and his performance in 1991, their first premiership. Now, of course, Freddie, he's played about 12 games in New South Wales at this point, so about even with Nathan. But it should be noted, Freddie played 11 of those games at centre. So once again, he wasn't the main guy in these sides. Laurie Daly, he is still the captain of this New South Wales side. The year after. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The six-year period we're talking about, Freddie becomes the captain of New South Wales and the captain of the Kangaroos at just 24 years old. It looks unlikely that Nathan's going to be able to do that. Uh, I don't think he'll be the captain of New South Wales next year with Teddy, and I don't think he'll even be considered as the captain of the Kangaroos. He is the captain of the Penrith Panthers, though, which Freddie became in 1995 as well, I believe. So Nathan Cleary, he's been the captain of, a, of his club, the Penrith Panthers, the same club as Freddie, for a year earlier 
than what Brad Fittler was. Uh, for me, when I look at Freddie's, it's an unbelievable start. He absolutely brained it. But he was able to play center. He was able to play lock. He, the, All the pressure wasn't on him. He wasn't wearing the seven jersey. All the pressure was on Greg Alexander. He was the main guy in this team at that age. Freddie was the freak. No doubt about it. No arguments there. But I think Nathan Cleary plays a more prominent role in every single football team he is in or has been in for the last four or five years than Freddie was in the early part of his career. That's not taking anything away from Freddie. He played the role that he had to play in those teams. But the role that Nathan Cleary's had to play in those sides has been greater, in my opinion. And you all know how much I love Freddie, as I said. So when you have a look at the first six seasons of Nathan Cleary's career with one premiership, one grand final, two M halfbacks of the year, unlucky not to win two M medals. And look, I haven't gone that deep on these other guys. I mean, you could tell me that there was years where Joey was really unlucky not, not, not to win the M medal. And I wouldn't push back on you. That wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. He was always in the top four or five guys, no doubt about it. But he's the only guy to go to two grand finals in a prominent position. Yeah, none of these other guys have except for JT, but he wasn't in a prominent position in his first game. He was coming off the bench. He was lucky to be there. Joey went to one grand final. He won it. Freddie went to two. He was a center in both of them, and he only won one of them. Nathan Cleary, he was the halfback in a premiership victory, halfback in a premiership loss, and he was the Clive Churchill medalist, which none of these guys were able to do in the first six years of their career. But you do have Thurston and you have Joey who have both won M medals. So depending on how you want to put it, you could put them well above Nathan Cleary. But I think regardless of how you want to argue it, no matter where you want to have this list, if you have, you know, Freddie at one, Joey at two, JT at three, Cleary at four, I don't think you could have the gap between Thurston and Cleary all that far. I don't think you could have the gap between Joey and Cleary all that far in their first six years and you need to focus on their first six years so don't tell me Freddie went to three grand finals in a row wasn't in his first six years don't tell me Thurston won another three Dalian medals wasn't in his first six years don't tell me Joey was the Clive Churchill and beat the Parramatta Eels the best side ever to not win a grand final it wasn't in his first six years so it's all all that stuff is irrelevant we're focusing on the first six years of Nathan Cleary's career because that is all that we have to go by the other beauty of this when I compare him to Freddie and Joey not so much JT but this is an argument for another day Freddie and Joey defended like back rowers. So does Nathan Cleary. So it's another big plus for him. And it's something that I love in my halves, as you guys know. Something for you to consider if you are still listening to this. I assume you're one of those people that can appreciate just comparing players. It's not putting other guys down, lifting other guys up. It's a simple comparison of the greats and showing what Nathan Cleary has achieved so far in his career. Just because Nathan Cleary has achieved a lot, it doesn't take anything away from Joey, Freddie, JT, who are all-time greats in our game, but I want you to all be aware that we could potentially be watching a similar story unfold in front of our eyes with Nathan Cleary, and if it does turn out to be one of these fellas, which I can't promise you it will be, I can't guarantee you it will be, I can't promise you anything, but if it is, I want you to be aware of it so that you can watch it as it unfolds, because we were lucky enough to watch Freddie's career unfold, to watch Joey's career unfold, to watch JT's career unfold. If Nathan Cleary does it over the next few years, I want you to keep track of this sort of stuff, and just keep it in the back of your mind. You might hate him, and that's fine. I'm not asking you to like him. I'm not asking you to join the Nathan Cleary fan club. What I'm asking you to do, though, is respect what he has done at such a young age, because it really is impressive. 